What's up, Joes? Welcome to another episode of the Average Joes MMA Show. Jeff Shanahan. Unfortunately, Ryan was not going to be able to join us tonight due to a uh, family emergency. So, filling in once again, we've brought back Tony Monteruso. Hi, Jeff. Hi, Tony. How's it going? It's going pretty good, buddy. How are you doing? Not too bad. Not too bad. Thanks for uh, thanks for filling in for oh, Ryan tonight. Oh, man. Thanks for the call. Thanks for having me. Yeah, man. It's always always a blast. Yeah. We like having you on. Yeah. Little uh little shameless self promotion to kick off the show. Yeah, I know that guy. Yeah, that was that was me. Yeah. Six years ago today I released that song. Is it six years now? Six fucking years, Damn, man. man. Six years ago to this day I released my first track, something new. Damn. I believe I was there for that. You were. Yeah. Thank you, Facebook, for reminding me of that. Yeah, Facebook's good for like one or two things, man. One or two things. Yeah, man. Sometimes it's been like they finally got shit <coughs> to where I could get my like, <coughs> oh, God damn, I just peaked my on this day memories and stuff <coughs> so I can look back at all the fucking dumb shit I've posted. Right. Sometimes right. I see cool shit like that where I'm like, oh, cool. Yay. You know, I work with a, a girl. She tells me about her Facebook uh, her Facebook memories or whatever, and she always tells me she hates it because she's like, ah, oh, I was a douche, you know? So apparently. Yeah. You get them memories. I get those sometimes. Whether they're good or bad. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. But there we go. We got you a little louder now. I've been off the Facebook for a little while. You so have been. You, you have been. You've been off for quite a while now. Yeah, it's been, uh, it's got to be close to a year, I'd say. Look at you. You find me on the Twitter, though, if you want to talk shit. Yeah. Joe's. It's yeah. all good. Find find Tony on Twitter. It's at at Monteruso16, all lowercase. Spell. M-O-N-T-E-R-U-S-S-O. Yeah, spell that shit. Talk shit, I probably deserve it. <laughs> well, you can, you can step up for Ryan since he's not on Twitter anymore. I don't even, I'm fucking slacking on Twitter lately. I've had so much show shit lately to promote. I've been using Facebook more because I don't have a lot of musical followers and shit on Twitter. Most of my followers are all MMA related or bots. <laughs> yeah. 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 But you can reach more people with the Facebook probably. I do. Too, I so. read my reach is way higher on Facebook. I mean, I have like, I only have a couple, like 500 followers, I think, or maybe value 550. And I have like two thousand Facebook friends, so Ooh. I'm rocking. I mean, with under a hundred followers, but I I keep it short, keep it short and sweet. Yeah, I mean, I'm not doing anything astounding. Yeah, I have 584 followers on Twitter. I'm not doing anything astounding, but I mean, my reach on Facebook is is much higher. Yes, for sure. Yeah, man, six fucking years. Six years? Six years. Six years ago, the beginning of August, I played my first show. And Where was go. that at? That was up in Rothbury, Michigan right. at Dano's, my friend Dano's little private party he had in the middle of nowhere, this little cornfield and shit. And I had two tracks, I had something new, and I had good riddance that I wrote about my ex-girlfriend great jam the 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 irony yeah oh god i love that song 
That was the first song I ever wrote. Everybody thinks because something new was the first song I put out, but Good Riddance was actually the first full rap song that I ever sat and wrote about some dirty bitch. You can find it on Bandcamp. But uh, when I started playing shows because I only had two songs, I used to do um, like a co- I used to do a cover. I mean, I still do uh, jump around, but I used to do a cover track that nobody really knew. And the ironic thing is, is that I used to cover a POS song. Yeah. And now I'm opening for POS in like two weeks. Is that already two weeks away? Two weeks, man. Damn. Tuesday, September twelfth. So we're under two weeks because it's Wednesday today. Tight. Yeah, right. yeah, man, that's it's pretty crazy to think about it six years ago, and for a long time, like that was one of the songs that I did because I love that the song that I used to cover so much, and it's a really obscure song. Nobody really knows POS, so it was never a big deal. And uh, <clears throat> but yeah, it's just crazy to think that I used to play a song of his in his set, and now I'm gonna open up for him. Yeah, man, that's sweet. You put the work in. You know, been trying, man. I've been been grinding at it. That's for sure. Yeah, man, that hard work pays off. Finally, finally, because like I'm not even gonna lie, dude. I was I was at the point recently over the last like probably well over the last year, I'd been kind of tapering off like from playing shows. You know, just kind of doing it once a month or once every. You know, lately it's been like once every couple months until. Um, till Todd Bobby decided that he wanted to come back and like that kind of gave me a shot in the arm. But even still, I was kind of like, eh, you know, I'm creeping up on 34. Like how much longer do I want to do this? Right. And then in the last couple of months, like all this shit's just started happening. Like nothing major, but like just significant milestones for me. Like it's, it's pretty cool to, to finally see all this work paying off. Yeah, man. Yeah. <sighs> But anyway, we're you here keep to talk going about... as long as you want to have fun, though. I just still enjoy it, fun. man. I still love it. Like there's not a there's not a time that goes by where I'm on a stage that I'm not enjoying myself and I'm not having fun. When it gets to that point, then I'm done. Right. But but not playing a lot of the the same shows over and over again in Muskegon anymore has helped that a lot. Like spacing out hometown shows and getting more opportunities to go play outside of Muskegon. Like I've got. Got like four, I've got three shows this coming month, and none of them are in Muskegon. Yeah, and you've been uh you've been out of state a number of times too. Played in Indiana three or four times, and now I'll be able to, in a couple of weeks be able to say I played in Illinois. And then I've played I've played across Michigan. Like I've, I, the only major I haven't played in Detroit. But I've done Lansing, I've done Saginaw, Midland, and Bay City. I've done that whole Tri-City area. I think we did Traverse City before. Yeah, Traverse City is always fun. We've played Grand Rapids a few times now. I've got a few more Grand Rapids gigs coming up. Yeah, Grand Rapids can be a good gig, too. It can be. It can be bad. It can be fun. I've had good times. But I'm just, I don't know. It's good to to have something finally paying off. Well, yeah, man. Uh, you know the personal accomplishment. Yeah, you know the oh, I've been doing this for nothing. Well, that's you just know. it. Like you, you, you try and you try and you try to to get. Like I've I've submitted for I don't even know countless number of national shows at the intersection and stuff like that. And 
you know, you get rejected so many times and you're just like, why am I even like, why, why try anymore? And then shit just keeps falling apart. And you're just like, okay, so maybe we just kind of whatever. And then just like the POS show fell in my lap. I didn't do any, I mean, other than just putting in hard work, I didn't even submit for that show. Yeah, that's awesome. They just called. It just, yeah, just came out of nowhere. And the promoter hit me up and was like, you've been approved. You're going to play with POS. What? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Thank you. Excuse me? Are you fucking with me right now? Because, like, that, personally, for me, more than anything, this is a big deal. Besides it just being opening for, finally getting to open for a national artist, besides that, like, that this that even takes a back seat. The idea of it just takes a back seat more just because of who it is for me personally, mm-hmm. getting to open for POS, who's been a big influence on me from the time I started writing and things like that like it wasn't a rapper i was listening to coming up like jay-z and nas and biggie and stuff were for me but as i was developing myself and finding my niche as an artist like kid cuddy and pos were both really big influences and shaped like something i mean something new was a it was a kid cuddy song you know and i and i wrote it in kid cuddy's like his style and then we changed my delivery and stuff in the in the studio to what it is and more naturally to what my style is now. But like when I wrote it, it was sing songy rappy kind of the way, the way that kid Cudi raps Okay. and POS coming from like the punk rock background and stuff that he did in Minneapolis and then getting into rap and, and me being a metal and, and hardcore fan and stuff like that. Like once I learned, listened to him and then learned about him, like, I'm like, all right, this is, that's my dude and his like aggressive and and upbeat style and like live shows and shit like that like had a big influence on me watching his youtube videos and and stuff like that i mean so this is that'll be sweet man. yeah man yeah but anyway get to play let's 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 actually talk about what we're here to talk about so you were here with me watching let's talk the big fight before oh, we start talking about the card mr mcgregor yeah because i mean me and mr. ryan Mayweather. i know we I'm, did we did Joe's, the, i was i was done for after that fight <laughs> tony was here it, uh, yeah and totally was he was down if mcgregor would have won you know you would have had to. right right but the rush from that oh we went down oh we got down we did get down spread holy shit we had so much food i was sending pictures to ryan and he's like i had to make him jealous oh he was so jealous he's like i'll be there in five minutes i mean (laughs) what did we we had freaking we had so much chicken there was how many wings did, did he bring? He Jeremy brought eighty wings, and then Big Matt bought a bucket of chicken. Todd made that freaking the chicken, <laughs> that, that Asian chicken. So we had that, three, that was some good. That shit. was so good. We had three different kinds of chicken. Teased chili was spicy. Uh, yup. Some sausages and cheese dip, and it was just like nine dudes sitting in a house watching fights. And the next day, nobody probably wanted to be around anybody because we were all probably smelling horrible. Yeah. Yeah. It was a rough day Sunday. It was a rough day Sunday. 
I laid around. Anyway, but, that fight. But oh, that fight. Man. Yeah, give us give us your thoughts on the fight, man. Well, man, I, I'll i be honest. I really thought it was going to be a Pacquiao fight again. So I'm glad I was wrong. I mean, I guess it went how it was supposed to go. Connor, he lasted as long as he could last. And, and then Floyd was just able to take over. I mean, he's a pro, you know. I don't know. I... <laughs> That ref though. Oh my like, god! He with that with the the hammer punches, man. The, we talked about that. Like you're just gonna keep warning him. Yeah, you're not warning gonna, him. Like you, you gotta come take on, a, dude. Yeah, you gotta take a point, take a point at, at some one point. point I mean, yeah. the whole fight, and then Floyd with his turning around and and then ducking so that so that kind of could bear hug him. That was kind of annoying, but Blake's gonna get so bad. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. No, it was. It, there's, <laughs> there's been a lot of of post fight debate on the internet Ooh. between um, boxing enthusiasts. Did I just get controversial? Not really, unintentionally. Mm-mm. I'd be glad if I did. It's all right, but nah, I'm just yeah. kidding. I'm just kidding. Well, about, what are the, I'm just kidding what, about Blake. I just like yeah. to give him a hard time, and I haven't given him a hard time about anything. I've just kind of sat back and watched because I ain't trying to catch that wrath. He'd been angry. You know, though, I don't know shit about boxing. I know less I know about, boxing about boxing than I do either. about UFC, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's just, it was one of the things you had to watch. Well, I've watched other Mayweather fights. It's like I was reading on Twitter today, um, Kyle had said, and I, and I agree 100%, I, don't, I just don't want to talk about boxing anymore. Like, I can't wait to not talk about boxing. It's... Oh, it's boring. Well, it's not even just how boring because I, I went into that too, but but it's not even that. It's just I'm over talking about this fucking fight with everybody because, like, everybody I work with either just A, knows that I do this show or knows I'm a big MMA fan or they just want to talk about the fucking fight, but it's a bunch. Everybody is either just a complete jackass. Right. <laughs> I've run into a couple of them. It's, it's so hard. It's so hard. I just don't want to talk about this fucking fight anymore. <laughs> After this, I can't wait to be done talking about this no, fight. No, it's all good, right? Because Mayweather, he's retired again. He at 50 and 0. That's that's all he really wanted. I mean, get another payday. 49 and 0 with one exhibition. <laughs> I'm good with that. Oh, I'm going to asterisk that motherfucker. I'm all right with that. Because, I mean... If Barry Bonds has got to have an asterisk, Floyd Mayweather's getting one, too. Look, we talked before we we pushed record, and, I mean, Connor's not a boxer, man. Nah, man. He's not. He's not. You're not going to be able to... He is a wonderful UFC fighter, though. You're not going to... Martial artist. Oh, yeah. He's a phenomenal mixed martial artist. But you're not going to be able to learn in... A, you know, six, eight months of just dedicated a year, whatever, of dedicated boxing training. Um, I guess it's just been like six months of just like dedicated boxing training and stuff to, to to learn to be able to beat a guy like Floyd. Like you couldn't do it in a year. You couldn't do it in a well, lot of years. Floyd been doing it for like twenty years. Yeah. You know? I mean, he just had the experience. He did surprise me as aggressive as he was coming out like you know and walking or yeah walking connor down later in the fight yeah Yeah, man he was out for he was out for the kill yeah yeah kind of prove everybody wrong for sure because at the same time connor he didn't look terrible but he just 
he got wore down there at the end. Which everybody kind of knew was going to happen. Yeah. If he was going to put Florida, it had to be early. Had to be early. But I I didn't see it coming to – I didn't see that he was going to get the TKO. I figured Floyd would, would yeah, just – ride out that decision. Ride out that decision. Yep. And he proved me wrong. Good for Floyd. Yeah. Everybody made money, so everybody's happy. Except for all the poor UFC TV guys. Right. Man. <laughs> yeah, the Fight Pass fans yeah. that watched it. Yeah. If you guys got screwed out of that, I'm sorry. I mean, if it wouldn't have been on PlayStation, that would have been us, bro. Yeah, man. If it wouldn't have been on the live event shit, that would have been us. Because that's what I was looking at to order it until I realized I could order it on my PlayStation. Yeah, you seem to get a better stream out of the PlayStation anyways. Yeah, most of the time. Except for that one fucking, the Robbie Lawler fight. Yeah. So what's what's McGregor doing now? What are, I, he, I mean, he's going back. Yeah, he fights before New Year's, I think. It's going to be Diaz, right? It's got to be. Or it could be, but I'm more than likely. The, I mean, the fight that makes, logistically the fight that makes the most sense for the UFC and to make money and for Connor to make money is Nate Diaz. The fight that makes the most sense as far as fight fans go and shit is Habib. But the money fight, the money oh, fight's Nate. Yeah. It doesn't really matter. I mean, honestly, he could he'd be fine because if he didn't fight Habib, he He's gonna. End, he would have to. He's got to fight the winner of uh, Ferguson yeah. and Lee because we're getting that stupid interim title. You know, with him coming back, it's kind of a moot point to do an interim title. Yeah, but that's not. I know that's they're not, they're not above MO. that dumb yeah, shit anymore. I, I mean, look at one eighty five. That was something Ryan brought up too, <laughs> and it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense at all, but it does for them because. That's Connor's pay-per-view that they can sell off of big time and then turn around in a few months into the new year and throw Connor on again, probably in, you know, March or February, um, throw Connor on again to unify the belt. So now you got two belts and all that press with two belts. It's just, it's, that's what it is, bro. That's, that's exactly the reason why it's just more marketing to build up the fight. They got to have a star. It might as well be him. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I know Habib wants the fight with Connor. I mean, he, he obviously wants it. He's begging for it. But I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I mean, do you reward him with the title fight, even though he, you know, missed weight last yeah. time against or didn't even weigh in? Yeah. Yeah, he went. Yeah, that's right. You know, do you risk the title fight there? Oh, do you risk losing Connor's return point. there? Or do you bank on the sure thing and the fight that sells itself with the rivalry of being one and one? Well, but then you're rewarding Nate Diaz with a title shot, even though he doesn't deserve it. But fuck it. Unless they fight at catch weight or something. And they, yeah, unless they have to give up the belt, unless they the fight, fight at catchweight, that they could do that too. They could, they could even fight at welterweight again. 
I don't want to see it at welterweight again. But either way, Connor's fighting before the year is over. Connor's a businessman. He's oh, yeah. Go, he's going to go where the money is. We got a two-month suspension by the Nevada oh, State Athletic Commission for the that. fight. Um, So that puts him at what? October 26th. So technically he could be cleared to fight before. Well, no, I guess he would probably have to be cleared to fight before. So, yeah, that totally rules out MSG, even though it wasn't going to happen. But it was a po- it could have been a possibility. He could either come back to Detroit, which I doubt. No, nah, give me Connor in Detroit. Oh, yeah, dude, don't get me wrong. I want that. I said, you know, I said the same thing the other night. I want it bad, but they're not going to. I don't see them doing it in Detroit. I mean, I mean, they were going to give us John Jones. Well, they were going to give us John Jones and Stipe. So, I mean, it's not like they're, you know, opposed to giving us a big name fight, but they're not going to do Connor. Not when they got to try to sell New Year's Eve. Ah, yeah. Unfortunately for us, because we're going to be there. Well, there's your challenge, UFC. Surprise us. Rod said something. He was looking up something last night, but I mean, who knows if he was even on the right sites or if he was like secondary. But he saw like cheap or cheapest tickets were going for like two fifty, or for the or we're gonna be two fifty. Oh, at Detroit. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. Me either. Me either. Um, but so UFC is finally, finally back after so many weeks off. God, it feels like forever. It's, it, it has it been really forever. Does. Yeah. It's been since I think the beginning of August. Yeah. Joe no, not Jones Corner. No, we had Moreno. Yeah, we had Moreno and and, uh Pettis. Pettis, yeah, yeah, after that. But that was the last fight. But they're back this Saturday from the Netherlands with a card that is not really for us. Yeah, I looked through and I was kind of laughing. I, I really recognize a lot of the names on this card. Um, you know, there I guess are, guys got to fight. You know, I mean, make I, a name for yourself. Exactly. Like some of them I do recognize because I either watched them fight or, um, you know, had to yeah. break down the fight, talk about it and stuff, but. It's not. It's not a very loaded card at it just all. Just doesn't have that wow factor, I guess. Well, even the main event is definitely not a wow factor thing. It's just because Stefan Struve is from the Netherlands, uh, from the Netherlands, so throw him on. That dude has forty fights in his career. Yeah, Stefan Struve has been in a lot of fights, yeah. and then took a bunch of time off because of that heart condition. Yeah, he's a big boy, though. Oh, yeah. Jeez. Yeah, well, I mean, Volkov's no slouch himself. Struve's on a two-fight win streak, though. Volkov's 6-7, so. Ooh. And Volkov's on a two-fight win streak, too, over Roy Nelson and (laughs) Timmy Kopstash Johnson. Big country. Uh, Yeah, and I mean. I wish that mullet could have been special. Why does it look like that Stefan Struve is wearing makeup in that picture, like lipstick and shit? A little bit of eyeliner, maybe? Yeah, the, the, his UFC profile picture <laughs> looked like they glammed him the fuck up. 
Hey, man, that's marketing. What right? the fuck? That's Europe, man. They, they're living their lives over there. Well, and Strew's riding that two-fight win streak over Antonio Silva. So that's like the post, post, post TRT Bigfoot. Yeah. And Daniel Oman. Oh, my God. His last name always messes me up. Omielenchuk. Damn near a year ago. Who is on a three-fight losing streak. So, man, I don't like this fight for Stefan, man. Alexander Volkov's dangerous, man. He's fighting for Mother Russia, too. Got something to prove. (laughs) Yeah, he's got to prove something to Putin. (laughs) Look, I... I don't know. I always, uh, I've never been. Oh uh, man, Struve never. Stefan Struve's never impressed me. No, yeah, no you can never, talk trash. That's what we do here. That's what we do here. Well, I don't. You know, he's probably a nice guy, but he I just seems never, like a good dude. But you know, watch his fights; are boring. I guess I don't know. I'm not impressed with your performance. That's what George Saint Pierre would <laughs> say to Stefan Struve. <laughs> this shit just got it's off the rails. Yeah. It started off off the started off the rails right away, and is just gonna get right back off the rails after a short break of doing it correctly. <laughs> yeah, look, it, it happens. It is. I'm gonna take uh, I'm gonna take Alexander Volkov to win this fight and get the uh, the upset over the not really the upset in the rankings, but the upset over the hometown guy. Yeah, I, I'm gonna go with Volkov too, just because I'm not really a fan of Struve. I don't. Yeah, it's uh, not, not the most impressive. It's not, it's not the most impressive card. Like, I mean, Jermaine Durandamy just pulled out the other day. She was supposed to fight Marion Renault. That's yeah, not she's happening. She's already on the S list too. Oh yeah, the S list. <laughs> What, what what the fuck are you talking about? The S list. You see, I slid that in there. It put us back on the rails. What are we on, Mister Fucking Rogers Neighborhood? It was a beautiful day. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> no, it really was. Look, <laughs> yeah. Did, did she give an excuse why she she dropped off Duran to me? Um, I don't remember exactly what happened. I think she got injured. Oh, that's a bummer. But still, the shit list. Yeah. I mean... You can't... It yeah. could all be bullshit. Yeah. She she suddenly had a hand injury when she was supposed to fight Cyborg. Yeah, quotations. Yeah, she was all down for an immediate rematch with Holly Holm, but, you know, your next opponent might be Cyborg. Oh, I've got a hand injury. I've got to get surgery. Yeah, that's kind of messed up. Do a little sidestepping. Uh, I'm trying to see what happened with her, but I don't know. It yeah. doesn't matter. Early card. Yeah, it was starting at 11 o'clock for the prelims, which is nice. If you got nothing to do on Saturday of the weekend of Labor Day. Yeah, are you guys just chillaxing? I'm going to go to East Lansing. Yeah, I said that. <laughs> You're fired. Yeah, I know. <laughs> You're so fired. 
You've never come back. You're, now they're going to talk shit. You're I, never coming back. That's I regret. That's Monteruso sixteen <laughs> on Twitter. At, yeah, yeah, at Monteruso sixteen. Now I really deserve it. Send him all of your hate oh, tweets. Please, I need it. <laughs> I'm going to go watch some college football on Saturday. That's right. You are. You're going to the Michigan State game. That's cool. I will be watching this card. Yeah, I guess I'll be getting updates. Yeah. Um, or, something. Uh, or I'll, I'll tell you of the non-important things. <laughs> uh, Sayer Basharazada. God damn it. This is just, I hate these cards. Because it's just names that are horribly, just horribly bad to try to pronounce. Like Yeah. You get pronunciations sent over. Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I was saying it fine earlier practicing it but Sayer's coming in uh, for his last fight being at McGregor and Diaz yeah who back in March of 2016 oh wow <laughs> taking a break yeah has not fought since with a win over Brandon Thatch and his uh, his opponent Abu as a as TR Zader? Yeah, that fuck. Yeah. Where's Ryan when I need you? Oh yeah. That's your co main event. Um yeah. Unless... yeah, who's he who's he fighting? Somebody that's making their UFC debut. Good. Speaking of UFC debuts, Mary Renault's new opponent is uh Talita Bernardo. She's from Brazil making her UFC debut. Okay. I would uh, not favor her to beat Marion Renault. Well, maybe. Maybe she'd pull the upset. Maybe. I don't really like the fight. Maybe for not. Her. <laughs> I didn't. I wasn't going to really like the fight for Jermaine Duranime either. Marion Renault's tough. She's super tough. All right. Yeah. Let's see. The first fight of the main card is Leon Edwards and Brian Barberena. Yep, Leon. I remember seeing him a couple fights. Yeah, he's coming off a win over Vincente Luque. I actually had, gave him no prayer in that fight because I was so high on Vincente Luque. And proved you wrong? Definitely proved me wrong. Mm. He's got a win over Albert Tumanoff by submission back in October. And beat Dominic Waters May of 2016. So he's on a three fight losing or three fight winning streak, sorry. With I mean his only recent loss was to Kamaru Usman. And Barbarina is on a one or two fight winning streak. One fight. Last one over Joe Proctor by knockout. Yeah, and that was just back in April. <laughs> Barbarin is the one that he beat freaking Sage Northcutt. Oh yeah, yeah, that's another guy. with the worst submission ever. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> that was the worst submission ever. And Sage just tapped. Oh. Ah, Sage is nothing but a pretty boy. It's true. Oh, what do we got going on on the fight pass? Darren Till and 
Bojan Velichik. Wow, Velichik. Or Velikovic. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Russians, Serbians, they're just they're everywhere. Britain guys. Yeah. yeah. It's terrible. You can go. These Russian names are bad. It's close for him. I, <clears throat> I don't think I have seen Darren Till fight. Darren That's Till terrible. fought not that long ago. Um, he yeah, he was on the fight night back in May with Gustafson to Teixeira. I think he came in. I remember. I remember this fight vaguely. I just remember. I think he came in on short notice and looked really good. Okay. A lot of ground and pound. Yeah. Or no, his opponent came in in short notice. That's what it was. He's got two other fights in the UFC. Yeah. Oh, man. There's really not a lot to talk about on this card as far as, like, a ton of names of people that people know. Desmond Green's fought, or he's fighting Rustam Havilov. That's probably the most well-known fighter on this early prelim card is Rustam Havilov. Havilov's got some pretty big wins and is riding a four-fight winning streak. Yeah. This is his first fight of 2017. Did he get hurt or something? Uh... Or popped. Uh, yeah. That'll happen nowadays. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's happened quite a bit nowadays. Uh, yeah, good lord. There's really not a lot for this card, man. A lot of new guys. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of guys that doesn't appear are too good. Tebow Goaty and Andrew Holbrook yeah. are kicking off the card. And Goaty's on a, has not won a fight. And, Holbrook, and Holbrook's win-lose, win-lose. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, it's got to be one of them. He lost it. Yeah, he got knocked out by Gregor Gillespie back in April. So, man. Oh, it's It's got to be one of those where you just talk so much crap. That it turns into I hope an so. actual good card. I really do. I really want it to a be a good knockouts, card because I haven't had I haven't had any MMA in like forever. But and the next card is the Mighty Mouse card. <sighs> That's how I feel about that. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I was really excited for it because of Engano until Engano got hurt. Yeah, hopefully we'll benefit from him getting hurt. But I mean, there are some good fights in the undercut of that, but you know, me and we'll break that down next week for sure. Yeah, for sure, we'll break that down next week. Um, not a lot of news this week either. Oh, your girl Paige Van Zant. Yeah. Moving up weight class. Yeah. Getting herself a fight. Yep. Against, oh, who she got? Oh. Shit. I was really ill-prepared. I was not. 
I'd forgotten about it until you said I saw it on Twitter earlier today. Yeah, so did I. But it just was in, insignificant. Jessica I. That's right, yeah. Jessica I. Yeah, yeah the, the uh, new season of Tufts kicking off tonight with the 125-pound females. Ooh. Coached by Eddie Alvarez and Justin Gagey. Ooh. Are they going to fight at the end of that? Yeah. Ooh. I'm hoping that'll be part of the Detroit card. Oh, that would be cool. Get uh, And you get the tough uh, finale fight. I can't remember. Well, I don't know if the tough finale fight will happen there, but oh, that'd be if cool they if don't, did. Yeah, if they don't headline the tough finale card itself, then they may be. I don't know when that season's supposed to end. I just know it's going to be kind of close to when Detroit happens. And I just want something good for Detroit. Detroit deserves it. Yeah, it's, it's making a comeback. We've been taking it so hard for so long. Oh, yeah, now. So hard for so long. All the sports teams are not doing so good. No, but we got this brand new arena. I don't want to talk about it. We're going to have your, to. You and your pizza arena. My pizza arena. My fucking ass. It's a pizza arena. I'm fucking calling it the Gordy Howe arena because I don't <laughs> give a fuck. I'll call it the new Joe. Yeah, I'll call it the new Joe, too. I don't give a shit. I'll call it anything but Little Caesars Arena. I refuse. I refuse. Sorry, Mike. Yeah, those of you not in Michigan, it's, oh, it's all about the money with this arena name. Well, I mean, I get it. Mike owned the team. It's his arena. I understand that part of it. But come on. We ah, we deserve better. We do deserve better. But we also got such a storied history with the Joe. It's hard to think about anything else. Yeah, and the Joe was such a dump. It was, but it was our dump. Goddamn right it was. <laughs> Oh, Ronda Rousey got married this week. Yeah? Yeah, her and Travis Brown, I think, got married yesterday. Mm -hmm. Did they elope? They were in a dune somewhere. Mm. Um, Yay. Yeah. Congratulations, guys. Yep, congrats. Go go have a fucking super genetic athlete baby. (laughs) Go make the family. Yep. Family life. Dude, if those two have a goddamn baby, that thing's going to be a genetic freak. Yes. Because if Travis wouldn't have changed camps for Ronda and actually gave a shit about his MMA career instead of chasing pussy, he could have been an absolute (laughs) animal. Dude, I'm just saying, Travis, like, I remember Travis fighting in at Jackson Wink and he was such a beast. Such a beast. And then he got beat by Fabricio, and his confidence got all shook up. And he's like, well, I think I need to change camps. And then he met Ronda, and then he was like, I think I need to change camps. And he goes to fucking Edmund, and Edmund destroys him. Yeah, but there was a reason that he needed to change camps Pussy. at that point in time. Pussy. Just saying. Oh, well, I, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I get it. I've done dumb shit for Pussy, too. But at some point, you got to be like, babe, I'm going to a different camp. Your coach sucks. Yeah. I love you. Yeah, maybe, hey, I want to stop getting knocked out every time I fight. And, I mean, he did. He did move over to, um, oh, God, to Ray Seffo's gym, to Black House. <clears throat> there in California. 
But at that point, it's just too far gone. <laughs> it's too far gone. Well, yeah, because he's still getting knocked out. He's still getting knocked out. I mean, he looked a little bit better. His boxing looked better in those last couple. His last fight that he had just trained, I think, exclusively at Black House, but and Edmund wasn't in his corner. Excuse me, but it's it's just to a point where it's too far gone. The damage is done, oh, man. man. So, yeah. Let's wrap a little bow on this bad boy, and we'll call it an episode. Anything you want to talk about before we get out of here, Tony? Some final thoughts, maybe? Well, it's glad, it's good to have the UFC back. Yes. Um, I just you know we we'll have to wait for that special card. Someday. Someday. November. November. There's really, I mean, the Mighty Mouse pay per view is is decent, but. I'm not really that excited for Shevchenko and Nunes as I was the first time it was supposed to happen. Well, yeah, because you don't know if it's going to happen. Right. Real. But there are fights on that card that, I, that I'm that i excited about. I'm never that excited about Mighty Mouse fights, even though I think he's going to probably destroy Ray Borg if Ray Borg makes weight, which is the other thing I don't trust because he's missed weight a bunch of times, and that's with the one-pound allowance, so... Man, Mighty Mouse is such a good fighter. He's just so boring. Mm-hmm. Man. I'm hoping TJ takes the title away from Cody and they can fight and do a super fight. And then Mighty Mouse can finally get a payday, maybe. Yeah. And maybe get knocked out. Maybe. Listen, I'm just dreaming, all right? It depends on what weight class they fight at. Oh, yeah, because TJ got to go down. He's... Eh, TJ was already like pretty close to making 125. Like he had already been cutting weight and stuff. Was on his way down there when Mighty Mouse wouldn't agree to the fight. Hmm. But he had started cutting weight because they were going to try to do it at 215 last month before that got canceled. But you know, like TJ had already been in camp, so was like already in fight shape. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. Cody got hurt and then immediately started cutting more weight to try to get down to 125. Yeah, that's too bad. Yeah. Too bad Mighty Mouse didn't want to play along with that. But. Yeah, I don't get it, but whatever. It was his decision. I ain't mad about it. I was. Not anymore. Yeah, it's his life. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you live it, motherfucker. You goddamn live it. Well, thanks, man. Yeah, man. Thanks for coming on. Ryan, we missed you. Ryan, yeah. Do your do your thing. <laughs> Get everybody well. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we'll be back for an, uh, another uh, after the bell on Saturday, after the fight card. See what happens. Until then, otherwise, maybe next week. Well, not maybe next week. We'll be back next week, but. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for stopping by, Tony. Thank you, Jeff. Yeah, it was fun having you on, man. Oh, it's always fun. For Tony, I'm Jeff Shanahan, and for the absent Ryan Dempsey, we'll see you guys next week on another episode of the Average Joe's MMA Show. Back the fuck up, must wreck is how I'm living. It's like every day, not a single fuck was given. True facts, we all can 